In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amin. Welcome everyone. Uh, this is Father Kirillus Ibrahim, and I have the, um, the great pleasure and honor and blessing of being with the um, retreat, uh, her first love for the last couple of years at the convent in Atlanta. And as all of you know, unfortunately, this year we can't all gather together physically, but uh, by the grace of God, we're still able to um, have our her first love retreat in 2021, albeit through a different uh, means. And so I will um, take the blessing again of joining you this year in um, some short, very short reflections on the book Interior Freedom, um, which you'll be doing through a sort of self-study and through some um, assistance of some media that will be provided to you. And so these videos will just be uh, some very short clips that'll help us kind of summarize or point out some key um, texts in the in the book for each chapter. So the the back cover of the book, um, Interior Freedom by Father Jacques Philippe, uh, I think gives a very good kind of description of what the theme of the book is. It says, despite the most difficult situations that can restrain our physical movement, each person has deep inside a place of freedom that no external power can take away because God himself is its source. And in the introduction to the book, we read, we gain possession of our interior freedom in exact proportion to our growth in faith, hope, and love. So we will um, see throughout the book this constant theme of um, how gaining possession of our interior freedom is directly related to our relationship with God, which is strengthened and uh, made more perfect by our growth and the virtues, faith, hope, and love. And uh, we'll be exploring that in many, many different contexts throughout the book. Um, so in this first chapter, uh, which is titled Freedom and Acceptance, uh, is a sort of introduction to the idea of freedom. What is freedom from the Christian understanding? And um, freedom is what makes man to be man and, and sets him apart from all the rest of the creation. It's what distinguishes us from all of the other beautiful parts of God's creation, including all of the, the elements and the, the, the stars and the, the planets and so on. It's really the greatest gift or quality that God has bestowed upon us. And it's this ability that we have to choose, to choose between various goods, to choose between um, acting one way or another. And um, it's this choice that we have that grants us the possibility of always being free regardless of our external um, circumstances. So whether we're limited by prison or confinement or ill health, those limitations do not take away the possibility of us experiencing complete and, in, um, and, and a beautiful interior freedom. And the lives of the saints are great witnesses to this. St. Augustine has a famous saying where he says, God who created you without you will not save you without you. So an aspect of our freedom is, is our choices that we make and our um, efforts that we exert in order uh, to bring about our own happiness and to bring about our own eternal salvation. The book explains how to discover this freedom that comes from Christ alone. 
Freedom flows from love, but it must be love of that which is true and good. And Jesus himself spoke about the knowledge that will set us free. The human person who is most free is the one who loves God with his whole heart and mind and strength. It is a gift from God. So what we discover throughout the book is that the more we are united with God, the more free we are, which runs contrary to what a lot of people might think a religious or spiritual life means, that it would somehow mean restriction and um, a lack of freedom. But our relationship with God is what allows us to be fully human and to find our true happiness and to work towards what we were created for, our true and prosperous end, which is union with God in all eternity. So love expands our heart and frees us from the imprisonment of our selfishness and fears where we are always victims. On page 24 of the book, um, in the section titled Freedom to Believe, Hope and Love, Father Jacques Philippe says, no circumstance in the world can prevent us from believing in God, from placing all our trust in him, from loving him with our whole heart, or from loving our neighbor. Faith, hope, and charity are absolutely free because if they are rooted in us deeply enough, they are able to draw strength from whatever opposes them. If someone sought to prevent us from believing by persecuting us, we always would retain the option of forgiving our enemies and transforming the situation of oppression into one of greater love. If someone tried to silence our faith by killing us, our deaths would be the best possible proclamation of our faith. Love and only love can overcome evil by good and draw good out of evil. Um, he, he speaks about the foundation of freedom being accepting ourselves. And it might seem like a strange place to start to talk about freedom. Um, but in looking at, at some of the these quotes that I that I chose from this section might help us to clarify uh, what his intent is. He says on page 32, the person loves the person God loves with the tenderness of a father, the person he wants to touch and to transform with his love is not the person we'd have liked to be or ought to be. It's the person we are. God doesn't love, quote, ideal persons or, quote, virtual beings. He loves actual, real people. He is not interested in saintly figures, in stained glass windows, but in us sinners. Often, he says, we fail to accept others because deep down we do not accept ourselves. If we are not at peace with ourselves, we will, necessar we will necessarily find ourselves at war with other people. Non-acceptance of self creates an inner tension, a sense of dissatisfaction and frustration that is then taken out on others who become scapegoats of our inner conflict. So being at peace with ourselves and accepting ourselves and being in a, in a, in a right place in terms of accepting the free gift of God's love will then enable us to be free to properly love the world and to love others around us. If we are not at peace within ourselves, if that we are experiencing this tension within ourselves, then we also then have a kind of skewed, skewed vision of the world and of others. The good desire for change and transformation begins with the humility to accept ourselves as we are and reliance on God's grace. So freedom, uh, he says, is the freedom to be sinners and the freedom to be saints. He says on page 37, 
When we see ourselves with God's eyes, we experience tremendous freedom. It means we are not crushed by the fact of being sinners. We have a sort of, quote, right to be poor, the right to be what we are. And then he says, love is given freely. It is not deserved. And our deficiencies don't prevent God from loving us, just the opposite. Of course, one of the main obstacles that we might think um, is, is uh, uh, related to the, the, the question of freedom is that of suffering. And again, turning, of course, to the scriptures and the lives of the saints, and as explained here very nicely by Father Jacques Philippe, we can discover that even suffering is not an impediment to experiencing interior freedom. He says, what really hurts is not so much suffering itself as the fear of suffering. It's that fear that cripples us um, more so than, as we'll see in future chapters, dealing with the suffering that comes at every present moment and living in the present moment. He says on pages 57 through 58, our freedom always has this marvelous power to make what is taken from us by life, events, or other people into something offered. Externally, there is no visible difference, but internally, everything is transfigured, fade into free choice, constraint into love, loss into fruitfulness. Human freedom is of absolutely unheard of greatness. It does not confer the power to change everything, but it does empower us to give a meaning to everything, even meaningless things. And that is much better. We are not always masters of the unfolding of our lives, but we can always be masters of the meaning we give them. Our freedom can transform any event in our lives into an expression of love, abandonment, trust, hope, and offering. The most important and most fruitful acts of our freedom are not those by which we transform the outside world, as those by which we change our inner attitude in light of the faith that God can bring good out of everything without exception. Here is a never-failing source of unlimited riches. Our lives no longer have in them anything negative, ordinary, or indifferent. Positive things become a reason for gratitude and joy. Negative things an opportunity for abandonment, faith, and offering. Everything becomes a grace. In the next section, he talks about um, accepting other people. And of course, we know that one of the major tensions in life is relationships, uh, whether it be familial, familial relationships, uh, relationships with uh, friends, um, church community, co-workers. Um, and he says in this regard on page 61, hard as it is, we need to learn to forgive other people for making us suffer or disappointing us, and even to accept the problems they create for us as graces and blessings. The attitude is neither spontaneous nor natural, but it is the only one by which we achieve peace and interior freedom. Others, other people's imperfections and the disappointments they cause us oblige us to establish a relationship with them that is not limited to an unconscious search for satisfaction of our needs, but tends to become pure and disinterested like God's love. Be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. So even the disappointments and sufferings that are caused by other people become opportunities for us to learn how to have this sort of disinterested love, meaning a love that is not uh, selfish um, and not uh, that doesn't come with unhealthy attachments. But learning um, to have those right relationships and to be detached from them in, the, in a healthy way 
um, and to learn the art of forgiveness and the beauty of forgiveness um, helps us to achieve this interior freedom. So I hope um, that this study will be uh, fruitful for all of us. And again, these will be some just brief reflections on, on each chapter of the book. And I look forward to seeing you all in chapter two. God bless you. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, to the ages of ages. Amen.